0: You're tuned in to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. All right, everybody, welcome to the broadcast. Today we got an exciting show in store for you because this is the show that people keep asking. Pastor Todd, just tell us, just tell us everything. <laughs> just tell us everything you know about Hollywood. You were a child actor, we want to hear it all. Well, I'm going to give you some fresh perspectives from my own experiences, and why Christian parents, and all parents, by the way, should take heed at this warning about exposing their children to the brand. I'm not going to get into the name, because if I do, they'll sue me like they've done in the past, others have done in the past, and... Um, I'm going to read from an article that's on remnant.news. You know we have a website called remnant.news. If you've never been on there, it's very simple. Just put put in your browser remnant.news and when you see a, you'll see like a red cover that says remnant news and we put up articles on there all the time. And it's it's a it's on its own server and they can't mess with it. They're not censoring it. I know some browsers are trying to censor it I guess, but you can get there and you can even save it on your phone, by the way, if you just if you have an iPhone, you can just um, copy it and, and make it um, what you do is you you make it uh, like it's like an app where you just save it right on your home screen and then you can just click it and boom, there you are. So I'll put up an instruction soon on my Facebook page at Real Todd Cogano how to do that just in case you don't know how. But we put up articles on there all the time, and really good articles, by the way. So remnant.news is the site, and today we want going to talk about two different things. Number one, I'm going to talk about some of my experiences in Hollywood as a child actor because I put up a post recently, and the amount of people that wrote me and said, will you please talk about this? Okay, I'll talk about it again, even though I've talked about it many, many times. Uh, I know a lot of you are newer listeners, so I have to understand that. And I want to welcome you. Thank you for joining this broadcast from wherever you're listening. We have a heart for truth, and that is, you know, the Bible says the truth sets the captive free. Now, of course, he's talking about the truth of God's word, but truth is, there's something inherently good about truth. Truth is, it makes you feel good because you know that it's coming from a pure place. It's not manipulative or, you know, um, it's not propaganda like we're hearing so much of, disinformation, misinformation, an agenda, There's so much of that in the world today. And that's why people, more than ever, I think, at least more in my lifetime, are appreciative of somebody who speaks the truth. But let me just tell you this. There's a high cost for speaking the truth. In fact, I don't know that a lot of people understand the cost of being out here like I am. We get targeted from all different angles. And that's why I try to just humbly ask ever so often if you would pray about becoming a monthly partner by going to pastortod.org or toddcoconado.com slash give. You can find it on pastortod.org, how to give. And if you would consider being a monthly partner, because we are, we are in a battle, it's an epic battle of light versus darkness, this whole thing that we're dealing with. And as much as there have been many people that have awakened in this last two, three year period, maybe a little bit longer, there's still a lot of people that are asleep and there's still a lot of pastors that will not speak out. And friends, I have to tell you, my family, everybody's involved in this with me, and we need your prayers. We need intercessors. If you're an intercessor, we need intercessory prayers because we're in an everyday battle, and the spiritual warfare is intense. So when I do a broadcast like this, if you're an intercessor, will you pray for me? Will you pray for this broadcast? Will you plead the blood of Jesus around this? Because we're uncovering things that they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know these things. But yet when you know these things, it's empowering And what it does is it opens up your mind to understand a little bit more. It kind of pulls the covers up. I I liken it to like the the Wizard of Oz, you know, and all of a sudden you see the guy who's kind of behind the whole curtain, you know, pretending to be this all-powerful, mighty Wizard of Oz. And then you look back and it's like, that's the guy? This is what we're doing, and that's why it's so destructive, and they absolutely hate it. They hate truth speakers. They hate pastors. What I'm now noticing is outwardly, openly, they are, they're admittedly hating Christianity, biblical Christianity, and those who speak it, those who teach it and speak it, and uncover it. And I'm going to tell you something. I put up a video the other day. Again, I need your prayers. Put up a video the other day that I did with Alan Didio, and I'm going to be speaking at his church, by the way, in just a couple of uh, weeks here now. Uh, we're going to uh, be out in North Carolina. If you're out in the North Carolina area, I'm going to be out there Literally on the uh, 12th, Saturday night, at Alan, Alan DiDio's church. It's uh, Encounter Today Church near Charlotte. And it's right there out by Charlotte. And uh, I'm going to be speaking on the Saturday evening, which is when he has his service. Then Sunday morning, of the 13th, I'm going to also be at a friend, Pastor Shannon Williams Church. And his church is Finish Line. And I would encourage you, that the flyers are up on my Facebook page. We'll post it again. If you're anywhere near Charlotte, come down because we're going to have a powerful night. Miracles, signs, and wonders. And I'm going to speak and, tru- and, and I'm going to let it out with both barrels, just like we do on this broadcast. But friends, we need your prayers. We need your support because we're in an epic battle, but we're on the winning team and we win. So, I just, so again, I want to thank the Remnant Warriors out there. And so that's why you know, I prayed about it. I said, okay, I'll write this article on remnant.news. It's up now where I laid it out again. I've done it in many interviews in the past. But check this out. So I put up this this uh, video with Alan Didio about this whole alien thing. Because, and you gotta watch the video. It's one of the best videos I've recently done with with somebody. Alan is just an amazing man of God. He's really good at interviewing. And his channel is the Encounter Today YouTube channel. And we're right there at the top, I mean, top three videos or something like that. You'll find it with, you know, with myself and him. And we're talking about this alien Disclosure thing that the government is—it's—it's it's another distraction, and—and and there's a lot of layers to it. Maybe I can get into a little bit of it uh, later on in the broadcast. I got a lot to cover today, but I also covered it by the way on Firepower with Mario Murillo this week, which also airs every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on both of our Facebook pages and on Rumble and YouTube. So we're putting a lot of information out there, and I'm going to tell you that video with Alan talking about the whole alien thing. There was a lot of truth that was spoke. And uh, it will really equip you. And so anyway, I put it up on Facebook and I wake up in the morning. It wasn't a demerit on my account like they normally do where they fact checked it or something. It literally was just gone. The video was just gone. It, It was not in the deleted files. It wasn't in the archive files. It was like it never existed. Somebody went on there. It was so weird. Somebody went on there and just took the thing down. That's when, you know, friends, you're over the target. And this is the kind of information they don't... And they're probably wondering. They're like, how does this guy know? Listen, this is called discernment of the Spirit. And when you speak to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit gives you an unction, an inkling. And so we're in a very late hour, and that's why, you know, we need intercessors. We need prayer warriors, and we need support because this battle is intense, and it's getting more intense. And and I'm telling you, friends, people say, what can I do? We need... Look, if you... There's some people on here, and I don't talk about this a lot. You guys know this. But there's some people on here that have a good amount of money and it's just sitting in a bank somewhere. And you're, you're worried about the world and you're like, what can I do? You can support someone like me that's, this is my call. I have to do it. I have to show up and do it. This is what the Lord's called me to do. But we need resources. And some of you have the anointing to fund the kingdom. And so that is, a, you know, we're all going to stand before the throne of the Lord one day. And I just, I know this guy, he was, a, he was a man that God gave millions. And I mean, he had like $100 million or more. He had all this money and he, and he went to his grave with it in the bank. What good did that do? Could you imagine if he would have released that for the kingdom? We have a remnant revival center right here in Gallatin, Tennessee. I can't even tell you how many needy families are coming to us on a weekly basis that are desperate, that need help. And if we had the resources where we could do more and get a you know, bigger building and help the people, this is what the church is supposed to do. There's plenty of money in the body of Christ. The problem is it's allocated wrong. There's a lot of people that got really rich out there living in mansions. You know what I'm talking about. And listen, it's not a problem for me if somebody is an entrepreneur and they have a bunch of businesses and they want to live well. But, you know, I know some people that do that, but they still fund the kingdom. That's great. I'm talking about the people that just hoard it all for themselves. They, they take from the, the, the folks and they hoard it and they live like kings And they're supposed to be ministers. That's not ministry. We've got to make sure that we're allocating the funds right because this hour is so late. And so please just pray about that. Please. We really need your help. Okay, Christian perspective from my own experiences of why Christian parents and all parents should take heed at the warning about exposing their children to this brand. Now think about this. What brand am I talking about? A kid's brand makes movies. And others like it, by the way. So I'm going to refrain from naming the name here because last time I did, I got sued by the media for naming them. And it's funny, everybody wants to share, you know, share Pastor Todd, share Pastor Todd. And then when I do, what happens? I get sued. So listen, after this break, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to get into this and you're going to know why you should not take your kids to that place. And why you should not watch their movies, because there's a lot more to the story. And Christian parents, we've got to come out from among them. We've got to come out from among them. Be consecrated. Be set apart. Be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. And God wants us to understand this. He wants us to understand we're in the Babylon system, but we're not of it. We live in the world, but we're not of it. We've got to be set apart. We've got to occupy. We've got to cast out and drive out as the church. We've got to be the representatives of Jesus Christ. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. All across the world and online, pastor todd.org, and we are talking about An article from Remnant.News, which I wrote because you asked me to, many of you, many of you, said, I want to understand why should I not be taking my kids to that theme park? Why should I not be having them watch the channel? Why should I have them not be participating in all the princesses? You know, I think you know what I'm talking about here. So, again, didn't not going to mention the name because these companies have billions at their disposal and they just, you know, all you got to do is look at 45, you know, President Trump and what he's going through. They don't want the truth out there. There's a risk involved in saying anything. And that's why most won't do it. That's why most don't talk. And some that have, look what happens to them. Let's just be real. Look, that's what I'm trying to explain. I mean, you want to ask about how crazy the risks are? I mean, there's a lot of people that came out that are no longer even here. Now we, again, we plead the blood of Jesus. He is my shield. He is my defense. You may have heard some talk about wild things such as, you know, tunnels under the amusement park. Well, somebody reached out to me and they said, yes, there are tunnels. That's how the people get around in the amusement park. That, that may be true. There's other people that have alluded to the fact that there's far more nefarious things. I can't attest to that. Um, there's a lot of far out there stuff that people say on the Internet. I have not personally witnessed that stuff. I don't know about it. I'm not saying it's not true, but all I can do, I want to recount from my own experiences. And I, I'd like to post from facts. For credibility purposes, I don't want to be out there saying things that I don't know about because then that takes away credibility. But as a young actor, I had a lot of friendships with people who were into what I referred to as the machine. And I watched many young friends go into it completely innocent, only to then be branded, handled, some sexually exploited, and most treated as dollar signs. And particularly by one company, but by many companies. This is something that's very typical for the industry. It's a a dark yet open secret. Now, let's go through some of these terms, okay? When I say uh, they come in innocent and then they're branded, yes, you're, you're made into a brand. You're made into a brand and you're handled. What is handling? What does that mean? Well, that means there's somebody that basically controls your life. It may be one person, it may be multiple people, it may be a company, but they control where you go, what you wear, how you look, what you sing, what you say, what roles you're in. I mean, it's basically like you're just along for the ride, And somebody else is making all your decisions for you. And by the way, this is highly disruptive for the family around this young person. Because all of a sudden, they're not that little innocent child anymore. Now they're being controlled by somebody outside of the family. And why do they do it? Well, they do it for money. They do it for notoriety, for fame. They think, oh my gosh, they've made it. See, a lot of these people, they want their kids to be famous and to make a lot of money. It's like a dream for them. They think this is success. But they don't understand the cost. They don't understand the cost of what that actually means. So, like I said, I I watched a lot of little Southern people, really sweet, innocent people. You know, their families are Christians and they're talented and they got scouted by somebody and all of a sudden they end up in in Hollywood. And the next thing you know, they're being handled. They're being uh, sexually exploited and they're they're being manipulated and and they're treated as a dollar sign. Now, does this happen to every single person? No. I don't know that it happens to every single person, but it does happen to a lot of people. And I would say that at least some of this happens to most people. Are they all sexually exploited? No, thank God. But there's a lot of young kids that start off really innocent. I don't want to start naming names, but all you got to do is just think about some of these biggest child stars that start off in super innocent little clothes. I can think of one internationally known singer that all of you would know as we watch her life. And we, it's just so sad. But there's so many. I mean, it goes back even to the days of, uh, you know, I mean, I'm talking like in the 60s and 70s, you know, look at Marilyn Monroe, right? But but over the years, it progressed and it progressed and it progressed more and more and it got more sexually explicit and it got more evil. I think it's been going on for a long time, but it's gotten more evil. And uh, almost all of these people deal with the repercussions of their life. Never being the same. I mean, fame is just hard in and of itself. I don't really believe that God ever intended for people to be at this level of notoriety where they're known worldwide. Think about it. But back in the days of Jesus, I mean, they had like the king, you know, king or the Caesar or there were some people that were known, but they weren't being, their images weren't all over the television because they didn't have a television back then, television, television. But when, when televisions came into being and then movies and the big screen, all that stuff, and the screen's been around for a long time, but it's 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 gotten more and more to where these people have been made into idols and they have to fit this, this persona of this. I mean, some people almost worship these people. They do worship these people. And so I don't think God ever intended that because he said, there shall be no other gods before me. We should not make idols of men, but many people make idols of men. And so... Just think about this, okay? What, what happens to these people when they get into this machine and how their lives are changed? I watched his whole lives were changed. I had several opportunities to later talk to some of the regretful and broken-hearted parents, which, which one of them said it was the biggest mistake of his life. This man I had lunch with, and he said how sorry he was that he had introduced his precious little daughter, I can't even imagine that, to this evil world. He never imagined this is what would happen to his little girl. I'll never forget that conversation. It marked me. Once you're in, it's very hard to leave for many reasons. Two reasons are the money and the fame. But there's more. It's almost like, in some aspects, kind of being a part of a mafia of of some sort. A cabal. Hmm. And that's why when President Trump was in office and a a lot of stuff started coming out. I mean, think about the WikiLeaks. You know, all those emails, remember those emails, all those emails, what they start, they just start censoring so much because no one came out and said those emails weren't real. Just like Snowden and, and, um, you know, you think about, um, Julian Assange. I mean, look what they did to that guy, Julian Assange. The guy's life is like over. I mean, it's like, he's, is he even alive anymore? Where is he now? I think he's being extradited to the United States. That's the last thing I heard. I don't even know where the guy is. You don't hear anything about him, but I know he wasn't in good health. Can you imagine what this man went through simply for exposing truth? He, he basically did the, the job of a real reporter. But you're not allowed to do that in today's world. That's what I'm just saying. There's certain things that are just no-nos. You just can't even talk about them, even if they're true. Look at this movie Sound of Freedom that's out. I mean, you got Jim Caviezel who's put his life on the line. Literally, this guy's put his life. You know, Mel Gibson is now saying he's going to come out with a film and expose Epstein. Wow. We got to pray for him. This is the guy that put out The Passion of the Christ. Something happened during the, passion of the filming of The Passion of the Christ. Look what happened to Jim Caviezel. Wasn't he hit by lightning or something like that? I mean, that guy went through so much making that film that it absolutely changed. It marked his life forever. And now the man is involved in the Sound of Freedom film, which, by the way, I think is eclipsed now. Uh, I think it's gone past like $150 million in the box office, which is unheard of for a Christian crowdfunded film. You know, they're up there to par with some of the biggest summer blockbusters. They beat some of the the films that studios spent, you know, millions and millions of dollars in marketing from the big studios. So we're seeing a a moment of shifting, a moment of awakening here. It's kind of a remarkable thing what's happening out there. It's remarkable. And they don't want people speaking the truth. They're trying to think of different ways to censor and come after you and threaten you and they don't want this, no matter if it's about Hollywood or if it's about aliens or if it's about the deep state, they don't want any of it coming out, friends, because their biggest fear is that the folks are going to understand who, you know, who's out there, what's actually going on, who's running this thing, because there's a lot more folks than there are of them, and they're afraid, and so they try to go after the voices that have influence. They want to silence the voices of influence crazy stuff. Listen, this is Pastor Todd Coconado The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as the remnant. PastorTodd.org is the website. My producer says, I got to tell you, it's PastorTodd.org is where you can become a partner. We'll be right back. Alright, Pastor Todd Coconato here. Todd Coconato Show. www.Pastortodd.org www.ToddCoconato.com and I got a new book out, by the way, called Come Out from Among Them. You can find it at pastortodbook.com, pastortodbook.com. So thankful that you tuned in today. I'm talking about this article on remnant.news, which is our blog site, and it's talking about a Christian's perspective from my own experiences, uh, and we're, we're calling out Christian parents to really pray about this. Should you be exposing your kids to these evil companies that are saying, oh, we're making Kids content, it's okay, we're safe, we're innocent. Really? Because my experience was different. It was dark, it was an open secret. And so we're talking about this today. And so uh, let me let me find out where I left off here because this is where it gets really, really good, okay? I watched this, whole life's changed. Had several opportunities to talk to the parents. I was telling you, this man that was so sad about what happened to his daughter. I'll never forget that conversation, it's hard to leave the industry. Now, here's where we are, okay? I also had friends who I know that were sexually assaulted in the industry. Yes, that does happen. Now, it, it happens all over. So, you know, it happens in the workplace. It happen, I mean, We know this is a, a common thing. It happens in churches. It's a horrible thing. It's a painful thing. I did experience this with some of my friends. Personally, did not have it happen. But one time I do recall when I narrowly escaped it. Narrowly escaped it. I remember running, narrowly escaping it. Uh, most... Of the people they hide this trauma, many of them, by by becoming fragmented and operating what's called multiple personality disorder. It's a psychological term, which is basically a way to hide away trauma in another persona, another fragment of the brain. Which is why many in this industry end up mentally unstable on drugs and alcohol to numb their pain and have different personalities and are often socially challenged or worst case scenario, they die prematurely. That's, I mean... Can you argue that? That's a fact. How many, how many big stars do we know that, that have died early that they shouldn't? Think of Anna Nicole Smith. Think of Michael Jackson. I mean, I just go on and on and on and on and on. I mean, there's so many that have just died because they couldn't, they couldn't live with the pressure of their life. And something happened along the way. They said too much. Isaac Cappy. I mean, I, I could just go on and on and on and on. We could go through a list what about what about the ones that have come out and tried to share stuff, gotten ostracized? Then there was the Nexium, remember Nexium that came out? Nexium, and um, then you have—I mean, you know—was it John of God? His connection to some big name people that were around some ex-presidents, um, Harvey Weinstein—that uh, you know, was a whole thing. I mean, it just goes, just goes on and on and on. They used to call it complete conspiracy, but now they can't really say that because there's. A lot of this stuff that's come out, think of Epstein, Epstein Island. I mean, it's just, there's so much. What happened to Epstein? Why did he die, right? I mean, you can't ask these questions. You're not allowed to. In fact, you'll be censored. Your page will be taken down. Your, your podcast will be taken. You can't get into these conversations because it, it, it's, it's too much truth for them to handle. They don't want you to know it. So they will censor the people as much as they can. They play the game of whack-a-mole. They try to take out any person that talks about it. So... Just think about this, okay? Instead of outing what happened to them, a lot of these people, or what they're currently going through, and subsequently ruin their careers, they mentally subdue the pain in different parts of their personalities. Sometimes they even name the personalities as, as different character names. Think of Beyonce. She's, she's, she's called her different personas, different names. You can look into that. It's true. She openly admits it. Uh, this is why this happens, if you ever wonder, okay? So I would encourage anyone to research these things. I would tell you it's hard to find... As companies have done a really good job of burying their detractors, comments, silencing whistleblowers, voices of dissent, people that are speaking the truth. And they have substantial resources. And they will, listen, I'm trying to tell you guys, okay? I love you. You know I do. If you listen to my broadcast on a regular basis, I have such a heart for people. I have a pastor's heart. I just want to see people saved and set free and healed and delivered. That's why I don't get into too much of this all the time, because it's heavy. But it, there is an element where when I see so many Christian parents following some of these brands, and I think they have no clue. They don't understand that there's a whole thing going on here. It's it's far more nefarious than what most people think. Now, is everybody that works there? No, everybody's not. There's some good people that work there. Is everybody involved in some big underlying conspiracy? No, I don't think so. But I do think there is a top-line agenda, just like in some of the deep state, the same thing. It's it's the people that run the thing that that have the plans that are – you know, you think of the Council of Foreign Relations or, you know, the Bilderberg Group, things like that, where people say, oh, that's such conspiracy, it's such conspiracy. Uh, Bohemian Grove, all that stuff. Conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. But yet, look at the way the world has gone in the last couple of years. Is it really a conspiracy? I mean, look what they've done to shut down the voices of dissent. It's pretty crazy. And they have a lot of money and they have a lot of resources. So that's why they just, they just hope that people just not talk about it. There's another broadcast I did with Alan Didio. It's actually on his channel, Encounter Today as well. Um, and, and I talked about Hollywood on there. Listen, I talk about it every so often, but I just, I can't hover over that because my job as a pastor is to talk about the main thing, which is the gospel. That's my main job. But I want folks to understand that there is a plan. There's a, there's a, it's a battle of light versus darkness. And many people have awakened to this in the last couple of years, and that's why they want to know this information. I'm not here for the clickbait. I'm not here to try to, become famous over. It. In fact, I, I kind of avoid this because I don't really want to talk about it because I know there's a cost and I've paid that cost. You know, when I was dealing with my lawsuit a couple of years back, I mean, there was very few people. Thank God. Some of you donated and helped me, but I had to come out of pocket for a lot, thousands of dollars, thousands. It was a lot for me and the stress and the pressure and finding a lawyer that would represent me. I mean, there's just a whole thing to it guys. And that's what I'm saying. Like Look, I, don't, I would be very happy to not have to do any of this stuff. I'd be very happy to just live a quiet life and just go fishing and hang out with my family. But it is a calling. It's a calling. And, and if I can wake up a couple of you and you can understand the, the demonic open door that happens when you bring this stuff in your household and you expose your kids to it, and then people wonder why their kids are in rebellion and all this stuff goes on later in life. Well, this is an open door. So if you can close this door now, you're going to be set up for success. So here's a very practical way to see, and then the next segment we're going to talk about the fourth turning, which we're going to end the show on this, the fourth turning. I think it's very important and kind of practical to what we're talking about. But here's a practical way to see what I'm saying is true. Just look at almost all the young stars and follow their careers. At first, they're rolled out as very innocent, wholesome characters. Many of them even claim to be a Christian. It's a great way to hook the folks into letting their kids follow them. Think of the marketing involved. They're everywhere you look, from Happy Meal toys to the toy section of almost every major re- major retail chain, backpacks and books adorn their images, commercials, YouTube videos, music videos, uh, radio, TV, social media. They're just about everywhere. And most Christian parents don't have the mental fortitude to push back and eventually succumb to their peer pressure by looking uh, the other way. They just say, you know what, I'm just going to look the other way. I'm, I'm going to ignore it. It's too much for me. I can't deal with it. Many even go as far as to push and embrace the brands for themselves and buy right into the marketing, convincing themselves it's innocent. Oh, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. No, it's not that bad. Come on. Really? That's why you gotta buy my book, come out from among them where I get into a little bit more of this in the plan because there's a whole plan and a whole strategy and we can overcome it and we can actually rise up and we can change this nation and take it back for the kingdom of God. But we've got to understand the battle that we're in. It does no good to have these people, and that's why I get a righteous anger about it, that are just telling us, oh, you don't have to do anything. Everything's just going to be great. Look, it sounds real good. Like God is going to fight our battle. He's a good God. Yes, he is a good God. But have you not read the part where like the children of Israel go into captivity? Have you not read the part where when people make idols and false idols, God allows them to be overtaken so that they can then later return to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's the same thing. God would have to apologize to ancient Israel if he didn't hold us to the same standard. Now, I understand we're in the new covenant, but the wages of sin are death. Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. He desires repentance. What did John the Baptist talk about? Repentance. The gospel of repentance. He was a forerunner to Jesus. The whole deal, friends, is that, look, we're in a wicked time and a wicked hour, but there is a remnant. And whenever there's a remnant, God's not done moving. But we have a part to play. And so we've got to come out of this Babylon system. We've got to understand the actual battle. Because first, If we're going to win anything, first we've got to understand that we're in a battle. Otherwise, forget it. We're never going to win anything. I understand there's prophets and gurus and they're characters. They're literally a character. Listen, there's real prophets and real prophets are warning right now. Yes, there are prophets that are giving prophetic words because I believe in the fivefold ministry. I'm not going to get into all that again. But friends, the Bible is very, very, it's, it's like, you know, very consistent <laughs> about what needs to happen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek their face, my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, then I will hear their prayers and I will heal their land. And that is the recipe for revival. And yes, there is a wicked, evil agenda that's going after the kids. It's targeting the children. If they can get the kids at a young age and get them all messed up and all engaged in all this evil wickedness, then that's going to be a lot harder for them to get out. And we need praying parents. And we need, we need, this is a time for a warrior-class Christian that are going to be on our faces contending for this nation. Stop following the characters. The characters are looking for the money. Their characters aren't doing it. What are they doing? What, they're out there saying a couple of things and then they go back into their mansion. What are they doing to change the country? Oh, they'll tell you they're doing all this stuff because they want your money and they want your following. But we need people of action. There's remnant warriors that listen to this broadcast. You understand what I'm saying. You're in the fight. You're in the fight in your community. You're in the fight at the school board. You're fighting at the community level. You're fighting at the state level. I have friends of mine that are in the state representatives all around the country. They're fighting major battles right now. In the courts, many people are fighting in the courts with their own money. You know, people that are wealthy people, that are patriots and Christians, that are putting their own money and resources on the line, fighting for this nation, fighting for integrity, for freedom. Those are the heroes. There's a lot of uh, other people that are, you know, going around looking like they're doing something. They're not doing anything. All right. I got to finish this article because I want to get into the fourth turning. Everything from social conditioning to predictive programming is part of their overall strategy. And there are many involved at high levels. If one were to desire to shape a generation and adjust the social norms, this is a major channel of how they tell a vision. Fans will often do a lot for their celebrity idols, imitate their lifestyles. It's part of their imagination. This is why certain celebrities are often uh, used in this way. Think reality shows, etc. It's not just for children. But the children are often the main target. But, you know, if you get them while they are young, in many cases, you're going to have them for life. That's their whole bet. That's why they wage their bet on this. Here's the absolute proof. Think of the bi- biggest stars now that, w- that were out there in this in this brand that I'm talking about. Think of the biggest ones. How many of them are now in what they call alternative lifestyles? Is it just a coincidence that so many of them are? How many of them started out as innocent, only a few years later looked to par with a typical prostitute dressed in mostly uh, sexually explicit clothing every time they're out there? And who live that way? Their morals and the, and the biblical principles are completely out the window. No, it's not just one or two of them. It's almost every single one of them with the exception of only one or two who managed to escape somehow. In most cases, it doesn't end well. Why do you think that is? Is it a coincidence? No. If this were a family-friendly brand, if these were family-friendly brands, why wouldn't they act that way? Why wouldn't they push morally, uh, you know, morality and family values? Why wouldn't they keep uh, it innocent? Why wouldn't they uh, keep their fans and viewers to be set up for success rather than teaching them the most explicit type of lifestyles and behavior? Why are so many of the movies and television shows built on themes of witches and magic? Who are the people that come up with the content? Why, why don't they sound the alarm from within and change course? Clearly, the folks would appreciate family-friendly movies and shows. You know, uh, what then is so hard about keeping an innocent for the kids? Until parents, I mean Christian parents, but all parents, get educated and start to understand this all. Unfortunately, I don't see much changing. I'm encouraged to see some progress in pushing back, praise God. But we've got to do more. We've got to do more, friends. Christians got to understand the spiritual battle we're in. This isn't just happenstance. It's intentional. And only when we as believers let our voices be truly heard by separating from this wickedness will we see the real changes. We have to stop buying what they are selling. Amen. Come out from among them. We'll be back. This is the Todd Kokonata Show. I'm going to talk about the fourth turning. You don't want to miss this. I'll be right back. All right, everybody, Todd Coconato's show, otherwise known as The Remnant. It's the last segment of the broadcast. What a conversation we've had today. Do you appreciate this type of content? Would you like to hear more of this? Well, first of all, pray for me. Second of all, please pray about becoming a partner so that we can have some... Oh, boy. We, need, we just... Look, I don't like to talk about it on the air, but we just we just need your prayers. We need your support. Please, please, please. Okay, thank you. I appreciate The Remnant Warriors. We're going to be having a in-person... Three-day intensive here in Nashville, Tennessee, from the 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Remnant Revival Center. If you want to be a part of that, go on to my Facebook page and go down. Just scroll down to you see the Eventbrite that's on there and join it. Join the Eventbrite. It's an orange Eventbrite. Join it and come on out and be a part of an in-person discussion. That, by the way, we're not going to stream. I would love to stream it. We're not going to stream it. We can't because unfortunately there's just too much important things to discuss. And you got to come and be a part of it. Okay, so. My question before we go today in this last 10 minute and 50 second segment here is, are we in the fourth turning? All this crazy stuff that's going on, are we actually in a fourth turning? Let me talk about the concept of the fourth turning. It's not directly connected to biblical Christianity in terms of being explicitly mentioned in the Bible in any way. I want to make sure that you know that. And I want to make that very clear because I know there's going to be some heresy out there that's going to say, oh, Pastor Kogan, was talking about the fourth turning. But that being said, several prominent Christian leaders in recent years have felt that we could be in what they call a fourth turning type of cycle. It's a secular theory proposed by historians William Strauss and Neil Howey in their book, The Fourth Turning. as It's, an, it's called The Fourth Turning in American Prophecy, kind of interesting, published in 1997. And this theory, it, it talks about history following a, a pattern of four generational archetypes, okay, each lasting approximately 20 to 25 years. And these four um, archetypes are the high, the awakening, the unraveling, and the crisis. And the crisis, which corresponds to the fourth turning, is characterized by significant societal upheaval, challenges, and transformative events. You think we're going through any of that? Transformative events right now? Are Are you watching what's happening all around the world? How insane? I mean, people are just overwhelmed because of all these transformative events. And a lot of it they don't even tell you. But we see wars, rumors of wars, all this stuff. So, of course, Christianity focuses on the teachings and principles found in the Bible, which is the main thing, the gospel message, making disciples of the nations. It provides guidance for faith and morality and relationships and living a Christ-centered life. We're doing a study on the Book of Romans right now on Sunday morning. You can join us on the Sunday morning service. We do it every week at 1 p.m. Central. And people tune in from all around the world for the Sunday service. Very important what we're talking about, the Book of Romans and the Bible covers all aspects of our lives in a practical and meaningful manner that sets anyone who walks it out up for success. The Bible does, however, mention cycles and patterns in history. What do you mean, Todd? Well, it, concerning the consequences of human actions, sin, and God's dealings with his people. However, it does not specifically online, uh, outline a pattern like the fourth turning theory. So we've got to make sure there's an understanding there. As Christians, it's essential. We've got to use discernment. We've got to approach uh, secular theories with biblical principles and discernment and we must inquire of the Holy Spirit on these matters. Now, with this in mind, let's dive into this theory and look what it actually says. So in recent times, okay, the theory known as the fourth turning has gained traction, in proposing history moves in these patterns, these cycles, about every 80 to 100 years, according to this theory. And right now, we would be finding ourselves in the fourth turning, which is a tumultuous and transformative period. Now, from the Christian biblical perspective, let's explore the concept of the fourth turning and draw some possible parallels to the teachings of the Bible. That's what we're going to do for the remainder of the show here. By the way, you can find this article at remnant.news under the fourth turning. And the cycles, number 1, of the history in the Bible. So there's cycles of history in the Bible. The Bible often portrays patterns in human history. Uh, the recurring cycle of sin, repentance, redemption is evident throughout its pages. Which individuals or nations stray from God's principles, they face consequences that can then lead to periods of crisis and distress. However, God remains faithful to his promise of restoration and redemption, offering hope even in the darkest of times. That's what we can know as the remnant, right? There's always hope in Jesus Christ. We're in it, but we're not of it. Now, number two, the fourth turning as a time of testing. The fourth turning is characterized by societal upheaval, challenges, and sense of crisis. In the biblical narrative, we encounter numerous instances where God tested his people to refine their faith and bring about a positive change and return to him. That's what he always wants us to do. Similarly, in the fourth turning, God may be allowing trials to strengthen our faith, encourage collective repentance, foster spiritual growth, and a great harvest of souls. And what about revival slash awakening, right? Um, what about preparing for God's future? Number three, just as the Bible encourages us to be watchful and prepared for the return of Jesus Christ, the fourth turning urges us to be vigilant and navigating the challenging uh, times that lie ahead. The Bible teaches us to seek God's wisdom and guidance, embracing the transformative power of his grace by relying on prayer and faith and the study of God's word. We can endure the trials of the fourth turning and emerge stronger as a community will also give us the strength we need in all circumstances. Uh, Number four, reconnecting with moral foundations. The fourth turning is often marked by a breakdown of moral and ethical principles in society. As Christians, we're called to shine as beacons of light in the midst of darkness, upholding God's moral standards and living according to his commands. By returning to the foundational truths, we can contribute to a positive transformation in our communities and be a source of hope for others. The light shines brightest in the darkest hours. Thank you, Jesus. Extending love and compassion. Number five, extending love and compassion. Amid the turmoil of the fourth turning, it becomes vital for Christians to extend God's love while still standing firmly and boldly for our faith. We cannot bow down no matter how much is going on, no matter what's going on, in other words. Uh, Yes, we should have compassion rooted in the Lord and emphasize the importance of loving our neighbors as ourselves, even during these challenging times. But we must also be strong, bold, and armored up. Christians should not be weak. We also must be active, and involved. Discernment is absolutely essential at this time. We also must be deeply rooted in God's word. If we do find ourselves in a fourth turning period, we must recognize the significance of the historical period from a Christian biblical perspective. In drawing wisdom from the Bible, being spirit-led, having an active prayer life, and learning to hear God's voice, we can understand that this cycle of crisis, if true, can serve as an opportunity for spiritual growth, revival, and renewal. It also helps open up people that normally would not be open to the message of the gospel, which in turn sets us up for a ripe harvest. By anchoring ourselves in God's unchanging truth and extending love to those around us, standing firm in our faith, being bold, and making disciples of the nations through the Great Commission, we can play an integral role in shaping a brighter future for ourselves and for generations to come, should the Lord tarry. Let's continue to pray for a great revival, awakening, and a massive end-time harvest. I believe this has already begun. At least I hope it has. But, you know, I was talking to Dr. Chris Meyer yesterday. He's got a radio show. And he was saying, you know, it's just a remnant, Todd. He doesn't believe there's going to be a great end-time harvest. You know, we're trying to find things that give us hope. And I think I do believe that there is a harvest. I believe that that is why we're still here. I believe that God, look, even if, if you can personally, if I can personally save as many people in my life, in my circle of influence, and those that listen to this broadcast and the various ways that we get the message out, every single day we get people that write us that say they've accepted Jesus. Then that's our mission. That's literally look, I'm not I don't know who's gonna be president. I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years. I do know there's Agenda 2030. I do know there's, there's a digital currency coming out. There's a lot of instability. I mean, this fourth turning thing sounds like it's actually happening. But what I do is I find my rest and my hope in Jesus Christ. And I know that this group that listens to this broadcast and the remnant out there, what we can do is as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We'll not back down. We'll not grow weary. We'll not cave. We'll not capitulate. We will stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen, hope in the future. And we're not going to grow are weary in doing good. And we're not going to let oppression and depression come upon us. We're going to get up every day and we're going to do the work of God. We're going to do the work of God and we're going to be about souls. Because if I can pull out 20, 30, 100, 1000 people from darkness into light in this next year. And last year we had over 2000 people. It was, it was a high number of of folks that accepted Jesus from the broadcast. This year, I think it's going to be double We've already beat that number and we're only halfway through the year. And we don't even know all the people. I'm just talking about the people that reached, you know, reach out. It's looking like right now it's going to be around 4,000, 5,000 people just from these broadcasts that are accepting Jesus. And all glory to God. It's not me. But what we do is we show up. And listen, I hear stories every day of people that are getting off of opioid addiction and alcohol and cutters and people that have been so sad and and discouraged, and they found Jesus Christ. And to me, that is the purpose. That's why I wake up every day, and that's why we do what we do. And yes, do we deal with warfare, and yes, do we have all these challenges that come about us and spiritual attacks, but you know what? When one folks, when one person When one person comes out of darkness, when I hear a parent that calls me up and says, my child has accepted Jesus Christ, that is what we are here for, friends. Do not be discouraged. There is a remnant out there that's rising up in this hour. We don't know how much time we have left, but I am going to stand on the promise of God and on the eternal hope in Jesus Christ. We're going to rule and reign with him someday. And and I'm not going to get discouraged from what I see happening in this fallen world. Because we already knew this was going to happen. The Bible told us this stuff. The Bible said this was going to happen. But you, you, saint, you, remnant warrior, were raised up for a time as this. And I'm going to tell you something God didn't make a mistake in bringing in the world right now. Be encouraged, be strengthened in your faith. Warrior, mount up. Stand up. Hallelujah. We'll be back next week. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. I'm sure you guys can tell it's not an easy subject for me to talk about, but I think it's important because it gives us a well-rounded understanding of what's actually happening and how we can be set up for success as Christians to come out from among them, which reminds me, I have a new book out, Come Out From Among Them. It's available at pastortodbook.com pastortodbook.com. And I'm so thankful to all the partners that help us do what we do. Our broadcast, we're seeing tremendous fruit. There's many people that are coming to know Jesus. Many people write us. They say they're going deeper in their faith. And that is the objective in this time. It's about souls, kingdom business. And we are committed to doing just that. And it is you, partners, that help us do this. So thank you. If you were not a partner and you would consider maybe praying about it, that would be helpful uh, pray about it only if the Lord tells you But uh, if you think this is good ground to sow unto And uh, you, you appreciate the work that we're doing here We certainly could use your help And I appreciate you We'd love to hear from you You can write me at PastorTodd.org Todd.org. We have service on Friday night At the Remnant Revival Center here in Nashville, Tennessee We've got a retreat coming up uh, It's August 18, 19, and 20 At the RRC, the Remnant Revival Center Here in Nashville If you can make it out Go ahead and sign up to the Eventbrite, which is on my public Facebook page at Real Todd Uh It's a little orange. You'll see it. It says uh, three-day intensive. Sign up for that just so we know you're coming. We can make sure that you have a seat, and we'd love to see you. And it's going to be a great three days. Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it'll be awesome. You could leave Sunday afternoon, get back home, and uh, come in in the evening time on Friday. Uh, it starts around 5 p.m. on Friday night. So. Excited about that um, I'm also going to be in North Carolina uh, Actually by Charlotte too um, Two different speaking engagements That are coming up this next week The uh, I believe it's the 12th and 13th Which is Saturday and Sunday uh, In North Carolina I'll be Saturday night at Alan Didio's church Sunday morning at Pastor Shannon Williams Church If you're anywhere near Charlotte area Please come out I believe it's going to be a powerful night Of miracles, signs and wonders We're going to see the Lord move also, I uh, have tonight, it's Wednesday uh, on the um, 7 p.m. Central time. We're going to be on with Mario Murillo doing Firepower. And I believe it's going to be a powerful show. Firepower, tonight, Wednesday night, uh, August 2nd at 7 p.m. Central. We'll be on Firepower Live. All right, guys, I think that's enough right now. We've got a lot of things coming down the pike. I'm excited. God is on the move. Continue to stand. Don't grow weary in doing good. We bless you in Jesus' name.